Never in Iditarod history have as many teams finished the 1,000-mile race in under nine days. But this year, eight of the top ten teams did just that. As KNOM's Emily Schwing reports, some of the mushers who crossed the finish line faced enormous adversity on their way to Nome. But without any major weather events, most of the mushing that took place was simply the fastest in the race's history. It took exactly nine days and 46 seconds for four-time champion Jeff King to complete this year's Iditarod. King has finished the race 26 times, but this year was certainly his fastest. You know, I was wondering if it's going to be a seven-day race someday. Um, Surely it's probably possible. And more power to anyone who can do it well. When King first ran the race in 1981, it took him over 15 days. This year, he was running within a half hour of two fierce competitors, a Norwegian world champion, Ralph Johannesson, and Frenchman Nick Petit. For the second year in a row, King stood under the burled arch and claimed he wasn't racing as hard as he has in previous years. I think the old Jeff King would have caught both those guys right in front of me, but uh, it was too much work going over the cape. King says he simply didn't want to run behind his team for miles. Emotionally, this may have been one of the toughest races of King's career. Five days in, a drunk snow machine driver plowed into his team while he was traveling down the Yukon River. One of his dogs was killed. Three others were injured. Quite, quite frankly, the snow machine that hit us went by so fast, I don't think the dogs really realized what happened. It was more of an absolute blur uh, from which um, only the ones who were impacted really Uh, realized what happened. King decided to proceed with the race, in part to avoid the media frenzy that ensued following the incident. It's real easy to imagine what a, uh, and recognize what a bummer that night was on the trail, but the fact is it could have been so, so much worse. But he says the incident certainly changed his race. Basically that I had to leave 25% of my dogs and uh, I had less options. Um, performance-wise. Even so, he managed to pull off a top 10 finish and a personal best. In fact, his race time is one that would have won the race five times in the last decade. It was really hard this year. It was really hard. Ali Zirkel also had a run-in with the same snow machine on the Yukon River. The experience had a serious impact on her, both emotionally and mentally. For the rest of the race, she tried to maintain her cool, but avoided media attention and kept to herself outside checkpoints. Everyone goes through hard times in their life. They, you know, I guess I'd count on myself and my dogs. And But she managed to pull off a third place finish and her second best run time. Eight days, 18 hours and 46 minutes. And then Alaska like talked back and every checkpoint I went through, people were so supportive and I couldn't just be with myself. It turned out I was with everyone. <laughs> and that's probably that's probably what a person ought to do anyway. You're tired. You've been running yeah. all the way. The dogs are supposed to do the running. <laughs> well, After father-son duo Mitch and Dallas Evie finished in the top two positions this year, they joked with each other about how fast they had to move to get right, to know six. him. Six got here faster than any yeah. dogs ever have. Yeah. Yeah. You got the record? Yeah. Again? Yeah. I mean, it was 8-11. This year, Dallas CV beat the race record. It's one he set himself, and he beat it by two hours, completing the 1,000-mile journey in eight days, 11 hours, and 22 minutes. Mitch CV also achieved a new personal best time. I I thought we were going to be, like, within half an hour for it.
It seems that most of the teams, even in the top 20, were able to surge toward Nome. After Brent Sass's team refused to leave the White Mountain checkpoint, he was forced to rest his dogs for nearly a full day. I mean, I knew I was, I was uh, on, on the edge, but I came to play the game. And, um, you know, we poured it all out on the field and gave it all we could and came up a little short. But, I mean... Even with the extra rest, his runtime would have put him in third place three years ago. This year's race trail was a hard-packed combination of ice and snow and, in places, bare dirt. When he pulled across the finish line in eighth place, Norwegian Ralph Johansson seemed surprised at the lack of severe weather and extreme cold. No problem and weather, sunshine mostly every day. Yeah. So, no wind and no snow and it's a good race. Without the challenges Mother Nature usually throws at the race, mushers could simply do what they do best, drive dog teams. A combination of high-quality dog care, mental toughness, and resiliency brought many of them to Nome in record time. And if they watched closely, spectators got a rare glimpse into the technical skills and savvy strategizing that plays out during a long-distance sled dog race. At the end of the Iditarod Trail, I'm Emily Schwing in Nome.